Welcome to Rome Christian Center. We are so glad that you are with us here today. If you are local to the Rome, New York area, we would like to invite you to join us 10 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on Sundays. We are located at 7985 Turin Road in Rome, New York. Let's join the service as we believe God has something in store for you today. I was praying whether I should bring a, a, a message about, uh, there's a word that I preached several years ago, but just about our, our foundation, our heritage as a country, the spiritual heritage that we have as, as a nation, founded by people who loved God, who served God, who came here to, for freedom, re- religious freedom. But there was another message on my mind that I was just praying and asking God for direction. And, uh, and then I got a phone call. And the phone call was from somebody who's, they said, Pastor, I need some wisdom. I need, some, I need prayer because uh, I've sold my house. And uh, so I have to be out. Uh, I've got to be out of my house in a few weeks. And I had plans to do this, but right, I have a check in my spirit. Something doesn't sit right, so I've kind of pulled back. And I'm saying, okay, God, uh, I've got to be out of the house, but right now I'm in limbo. I've pulled back from this plan because I don't have peace about it, but I don't know what the other side is supposed to bring. So we, and we, we prayed, and I counseled her the best I could, but we prayed, and we just believe in God that she's going to know what to do and when to do it, how she's going to be in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Hallelujah. So, so I thought, you know what? I took that as confirmation that I, should, I because the message I was thinking of preaching was how to hear from God. And so when someone called and said, I need to hear from God, I thought, you know, this is God talking to me. So we're going to talk to just for a little bit this morning about hearing from God because it's something I think we all want. You know, and, we, and, we, and so many people struggle with that, I think. You know, how do I hear from God? How do I know it's God? How, you know, I wish it was easy to hear from God. But sometimes it's 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 a, we struggle with it, but we shouldn't have to. I don't know I don't know about you, but me I struggle sometimes. You know, God, what do you want from me? Where you know what are you saying to me? Hallelujah. I need God's wisdom. I need to hear what He's saying. If we're going to be successful in our Christian walk, you've got to be able to hear God because we don't know we don't know what to do unless God instructs us. We want to be followers of God, not doing our own thing. And, you know, the scripture tells us that, you know, that we should be hearing from God. In John chapter 10, listen to what it says. Well, we'll start in verse 1. Truly, truly, Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep, but climbs up some other way, he's a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He says, the Bible says, if I'm his sheep, I'm supposed to be able to hear his voice. And then it says this, when he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because, again, because they know his voice. A stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of a stranger. So the Bible tells me that I'm supposed to be able to hear the voice of God, that I'm a sheep. I believe I'm a sheep, 
and the sheep hear his voice. And then later on it says again in verse 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So I say, okay, God, I, one of my confessions is that I pray over myself. I thank you, Lord, that I'm your sheep and I hear your voice. I just put it out there. Sometimes when I don't even know what God is saying, sometimes when I'm struggling, I make that faith confession. God, I thank you that I hear your voice because I am your sheep. And there's several other scriptures. You know, for example, in Mark chapter 9, Jesus, and in Revelation, several places, Jesus says, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear. In 1 Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, in verse 9, it says, Eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and, have which, and which have not entered into the heart of man all that God has prepared for those who love him. Natural man. It doesn't, it doesn't enter into, the, the, into a natural man what God has for him. But then he says this, but for to us, God has revealed them through the Spirit. So God has wonderful things for us, and the Bible says he's revealed them. And so many times I struggle. It's like, God, you said you've revealed them, but I'm having trouble hearing or something. I'm having trouble getting it, you know. So help me, Lord. Hallelujah. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. And, and he says, for who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of the man? Even so, the thoughts of God, no one goes. But, the, but God has revealed these things to us. If we just, if we could hear his voice, we could hear what God is saying. You know, I, was, I heard this uh, recently, and it just blessed me. In 1 Kings, you don't have to go there. In 1 Kings uh, is the account, let me find that is the account where Solomon is visited by God. Solomon went to a place called Gibeon after he'd been made king. He went to a place called Gibeon, which was a high place, and he offered sacrifice there, the Bible says. And Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings and in Gibeon, listen, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night, and he said, ask what you wish, and I'll give it to you. It's amazing. Blanket statement. And what did Solomon ask for? We all know, I think, he asked for wisdom. And he said, you've shown loving kindness to your friend, and you raised me up, you've made me king. And now, O oh Lord, you've made your servant king in place of my father David, yet I'm but a little child, and I do not know how to go out or come in. But your servant is in the midst of your people which you have chosen, a great and mighty people. So give your servant, now my Bible says, and the King James says, give your servant an understanding heart. But literally, you know what that says? Give, you, give your servant a hearing heart. Let my heart hear what you're saying. Give me a hearing heart. That was Solomon's prayer. God said, ask whatever you want. And what's, the, what's the, one of the most important things to ask? God, give me a hearing heart. Let me hear your voice. Let me hear your wisdom. Let me hear your direction for my life. Faith comes by hearing. We can't please God without faith. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So with all these scriptures, God, said God reveals, God shows, sheep hear. It's like I struggle sometimes to hear God. I think we all do. And I, and I just want to give you some tips on how to kind of get over that, you know. Let's look. 
Look with me in Luke real quick, just for a minute. In Luke chapter 8. In Luke chapter 8 is the parable of the sower. I'm just going to read one verse. I don't want to read the whole thing. In verse 14, it says, The seed which fell among the thorns, these are the ones who have heard. And as they go on their way, they are choked with worries and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to maturity. The seed which fell among thorns, these are the ones who have heard. So the people have heard. It's not that they haven't heard, they've heard. But other things have grown up around them and it's beginning to choke the word. They go on their way, they're choked with worries and riches and pleasures of this life. Things that, things that clutter, things that, wanna, uh, that want our attention. You know, the parable the parables talks about a sower, a seed, and soil. And you know, when I read this, I thought, there's no problem with the sower. There's no problem with the seed. The problem, if there's any problem, is with the soil. And the soil is cluttered. The soil has other seeds that have been sown. The thorns are other seeds which have been sown, and, and they are the ones that are distracting us, keeping us from hearing from God. And it might be other voices. You know, when you're seeking God sometimes, how do I say this and be nice? Sometimes people who want to help uh, don't help. Everyone wants to give you advice. Well, you know, have you done this? Well, I think you should do this. And they love you. People that use they love you. They want the best for you. But they're trying to figure it out for you. And it's fine. They might say something that's good, but you, but you have to know what God is saying. And you can't go by what somebody else is saying. And there's, there's, there's pressures. You know, we pray. We pray. We say, God, I got to hear your voice. I got to be out of my house by the end of the by the end of the month. I got to be gone. And I've got to have some place to live. And there's that pressure. You know, we feel that pressure. And sometimes it's hard to hear God when when we when we're sensing this pressure. Other voices competing for our attention, competing, trying to tell us what to do. People who want to, logically, this is what I would do. How do you silence those voices so that you can hear God? The real key in hearing God, again, is maintaining an intimate relationship with him so we can stay tuned in. Right now, through this room, there's all kinds of signals, television signals, radio signals, I, mean, if we, I was, I was going to say, you could get a little TV and put up some rabbit ears, and most of the young kids would say, what are rabbit ears? You know, you remember? Everybody knows what rabbit ears. Put up the rabbit ears, and you could probably get a TV station. There's all kinds of phone calls flying through here. There's radio signals flying through here. The reason why we're not hearing them is because we're not tuned in. If you stay tuned into God, you'll hear his voice, because God is a God who speaks. And one of the real keys is found in Philippians chapter 6. What does it say? Chapter, I'm sorry, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. What does it say? It says, be anxious for nothing. You know, we, we tend sometimes to get anxious, to get worried. I've got to hear from God. I've only got so much time. And that anxiety is going to keep us from hearing. 
Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. God, I need to hear from you. That's my request. I need to hear from you. And now I'm thanking you. It says, with thanks. So I thank you, Lord. I thank you that you're going to speak to me. I thank you that you're going to give me direction. I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you never leave me or forsake me. I thank you you're not going to leave me out in the cold. I am going to hear your voice. I am going to know what to do. I praise you, and I thank you. And relax now. What does the Bible say in Psalm, in Psalm 46? Be still. Be still. Not be, don't be, be still and know that I'm God. Know that I am God. I am. I'm going to come through for you. I'm not going to leave you hanging. In Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5, wonderful scripture. What does it say? It says, trust in the Lord. You know, sometimes God doesn't give us an answer right away because he's teaching us to trust him. Will you trust me? You know, until the last minute, will you just trust me? The Bible says to trust in the Lord. And what? To lean not to your own understanding. To me, that means don't try to figure it out. Don't try to reason it. Don't try to, you know, well, if this doesn't work, I'll do this. And if this doesn't work, just trust God. He'll speak to you. He'll give you direction. And you'll know exactly what to do and when to do it. Don't lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Stay close to him. Trust him. Just speak by his side, and he'll talk to you. And what? What does it say? If you'll do that, if you'll... Trust in the Lord. If you'll lean not to your own understanding, if in all your ways you'll acknowledge him, what? He will direct your path. He will answer you. He will give you. you know, God, you know what? I've found out over the years, God is kind of like your GPS. He only speaks when it's necessary. You know, if you're going like to Albany and you get on the thruway at Utica, my, <clears throat> my GPS says, stay on I-90 for the next 82 miles. And that's it. She shuts up. Then, you know, it's not like every 10 minutes you go, you're doing fine. Hang in there. You know, I'm ready. I'm going to talk to you a little bit. Just keep going. You, no, she just shuts up for about an hour or more if you're driving the speed limit. Uh, if you, but she just shuts up until it's time to talk again. And that's the way God is. God only speaks when it's necessary. He doesn't need to pat you in the back and hang in there. I know. I love you. You're going to be okay. No, God says... Uh, I'll talk to you when it's time. And so that's, that's part of trusting him, is knowing that God loves you, and that at the right time, he'll talk to you. God doesn't always tell us what to do in advance. You know, I was thinking in Genesis chapter, in Genesis chapter 12, when God called Abraham, well, who was Abram at the time, listen to what he says. And the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. It's in other words, what God is saying is just start walking. Trust me. Just start. I'll tell you when you get there. Don't worry. But just start walking. So what did Abraham, what did Abram do? He started walking. He just believed God and started going. And God told him. Several things. It's been like that in our life. Years ago when God was dealing with me about leaving the Air Force. I knew what God was saying. And, God, and, I, and I had a lot of questions. God, how are we going to live? What's going to happen? You know, uh, how am I going to put my kids through school? What are we going to live? I mean, it was, I, I'll tell you, there was a lot of anxiety that wanted to come. And I just felt like God said, just trust me. Just trust me. Just trust So just step out and trust me. So we did. We stepped out and we trusted him. And we thought it was going to be easy. But you know what? We're still here. Hallelujah. 
God. We're still walking with God, and God is taking care of us this whole time. Sometimes you just got to trust God. Step out in faith and trust him. I know one day, whenever God speaks to you, you just need to trust him and step out. There's a lot of scriptures that tell us to obey God. But you have to listen. You have to hear what God is saying in order to obey him. In Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26, one of my favorite scriptures, where it says, I, the Lord, am your healer. Before that, it says, if you'll listen. If you listen and obey God, you'll be healed. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, if you listen and obey, you'll be blessed. Well, we can't obey if we don't know what he said. So the real question is, in my case sometimes, is how desperate am I to hear? I cannot be casual in my approach to God. I cannot be casual. And I know this person that, I've been, that, that, that is praying. I know this is a praying person, a woman of God. She prays and prays and prays. And a lot of other things that could get in the way are not in the way. Jeremiah said, you'll seek me and you'll find me when you search for me with all of your heart. So how does God, how does God speak to us? Well, sometimes God speaks to us uh, through circumstances, but we'll get to that later. I, let, me, let me just give you some ways that God speaks to us, and hopefully this will help you. The number one way that God speaks to us is right here in his word. This is the primary way. God doesn't need to give us direction if we're not already doing what he said in here, in his word. In Matthew chapter 21, the Sadducees, this group of people called the Sadducees, they're coming to Jesus and they're asking him about the resurrection. And this is... In verse 31, Jesus is answering their question. And he says, but regarding the resurrection of the dead, have you not read which was spoken to you by God? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. In verse 32, where it says, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He's quoting a scripture from Deuteronomy. It's... It's what God spoke to Moses. I'm sorry, it was recorded in Exodus. God spoke, to, God spoke that to Moses. But Jesus said that God had spoken it to them. Have you not read what God spoke to you? Now, this was spoken to an individual hundreds of years before, but God said it still applies to them. And that always tells me that whatever God said in this book applies to me today. So God doesn't, God, we need to make sure that we're walking in obedience to the scriptures, number one. Is there any unforgiveness or resentment in your heart? You've got to get rid of it. Is there any wrong or selfish motives? Remember what James said? He said, you pray and you ask and you don't receive because you ask with wrong motives. If we're asking for selfish motives, we're not going to hear from God. If there's any sin in our life, we're not going to hear from God. So, but all these things I know don't apply in this one case to this person. So that's, you might say, we'll check that off. So as far as I know, we're walking in, in accordance with the word of God. And he'll speak to us through his word. But the problem is God doesn't, 
He speaks to us general wisdom and general counsel in the Word. There's a lot of specific things in our lives that he doesn't cover. In other words, where do you live? If our grandson David was accepted in more than one school, which school does he go to? You know, you don't just flip a coin and toss a coin. You've got to hear from God because God knows which school is best for you and what, who, who you're going to meet, what your future holds by going to different places. So we, have, we need specific instruction. And that comes in different ways. Another way that God speaks to us is what I call the inward witness. It's just a knowing. It's just something that all of a sudden you just know on the inside. You, you, just, you just know that you have to do something or go somewhere or say something. The Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 27 was on his way to Rome on a ship. And he said this. He didn't feel it was right for the ship to continue, but they wanted to continue. And the Apostle Paul said, listen, he said, men, I perceive that the voyage will certainly be with damage and great loss, not only of the cargo and the ship, but also of our lives. So Paul didn't say he heard anything. He just perceived. I perceive in my spirit that there's going to be damage to the ship. It just, I just have this gut feeling. And that's what happened to this person who's moving out of their house. It's like they had plans. They thought they knew what they wanted to do, but they had this gut feeling that something wasn't right, so they pulled back, which they should have. They pulled back, and they're seeking God for new direction. But sometimes God speaks to us. It's not an audible voice. It's just something unknowing on the inside. Sometimes, if that knowing is, a, is like a check or like a red flag or kind of a, you know, eh, no, I don't have peace, then we pull back. But if we feel like it's right, we go, hallelujah. So God speaks to us through his word. God speaks to us through the inward witness. And sometimes God speaks to us through, a, through what I would call the inward voice. It's not a perceiving. It's, it's like you hear it, but you hear it on the inside, not on the outside. It's not an audible voice, but it's, it's God speaking. Yeah. I remember one day I was driving years ago. I was driving to, down to Frankfurt to meet with Peter Puglio, and I could take you to the place today. It was on old Route 49, just after you come into Marcy. There's a, there's a state police barracks there, and then just beyond there, there was, a, there was an old bowling alley, and I was just about to that place where the bowling alley was, I could take it, and the Lord spoke to me and said, everything you get, you're going to get by faith. And it wasn't an audible voice, but, but it was just clear. I just knew it from that point on. And there was another time several years later where I was praying. I, was just, I was just wasn't praying for anything specific. I was just praying in tongues. And the Lord spoke to me. I heard these words, make Dennis your associate pastor. Those words just came to me. I didn't hear it in my ears, but I heard it on the inside. So sometimes God will speak to us, but internally. And then God speaks prophetically. Sometimes God will speak to you through a prophetic word. You know, the Apostle Paul, when he was on his way to Jerusalem, he stopped at one place and, and the prophet Agabus came and took Paul's belt and bound himself and said, Whoever wears, whoever's belt this belongs to is going to be tied up in Jerusalem. So God will speak to us prophetically. He'll speak to us in a number of different ways. And sometimes God will speak to you through circumstances. Just like this week, when I was praying and asking God for direction on the message, 
and a phone call came. I need to hear from God. I just kind of took that, and I have peace about it. I kind of took that as a sign from God. Sometimes somebody will say something, or you'll hear something. You know, and the person who's saying something is not trying to teach you anything or give you advice. He's just talking about something in their life. And they just say that one thing that hits you. It's like, yeah, that's my answer. I've had that happen several times where someone says something. They have no idea that what they're saying applies to me, but it does. And it's an answer that I'm looking for. Or I might hear a message or a word from God, and the person preaching has no idea of what I'm going through, and yet their message is directly for me. It happens several times to me over the years. People come to me and say, Pastor, that message was just for me. I felt like you were preaching to me. I wasn't. I didn't know anything about them, but God was speaking to them. God was directing them, and God was giving them the direction they need through just through the circumstances of life. It's wonderful. Hallelujah. I love it. I love the way God, God has just a variety of ways to get to us. If we're hungry, if we're seeking him. And he, the other thing is, when you develop this, a, a, a real close relationship with God, it's like you, you, you go into a receiving mode, what I call it. It's like you're just always ready. And, and to, I don't know about you, but several times, very often, God doesn't speak to me when I'm praying. He speaks to me at some other time. When you're driving down the street, actually, God speaks to me sometimes in the shower. You know, it's like when you, when you least expect it, all of a sudden, he just kind of breaks in and says, okay, boom, and gives you the answer. He's such a good God. He loves He just wants us to know what he wants for us. Hallelujah. And finally, the other way that God speaks and this is very rare, I've never happened to me, but I've heard others that happened to, is God speaks in an audible voice. You know, remember when Jesus was baptized, and he came up out of the water, and a voice from heaven came and said, this is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. A voice came, an audible voice. So I believe for this person who's looking for direction, who's seeking God. I, I just have a real witness that, God, you know, God's going to give them in due time. God's going to give them exactly what they need, fresh direction, wisdom and for their life, and it's going to be even better. Plan, the, the second plan is going to be better than the first one. God's got something better for them. Hallelujah. And, and when I was praying this morning and going over my notes, when I was... I just had this feeling for this, for this person that I'm talking about. A song came up inside me. Not that you have to play it, Darren. But I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Why? Because this person loves God. This person's trusting God. This person prays. And God is not going to leave them. And God's not going to forsake them. And he won't leave you or forsake you. He'll speak to you, and there's a number of different ways he'll break through. But he will break through, and he'll get to you if you just trust him. Don't be afraid. Don't get anxious. Stay at peace, and God will give you what you need. He'll give you the right answer at the right time. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Father, we just bless you. I thank you, Lord, that you're a God who speaks who gives wisdom and direction. And I thank you, Lord, that as we seek you, we'll find you. As we seek for your wisdom and direction, 
you will get you will break through you'll get to us you'll give us what we need when we need it so we'll be right in the middle of your will right in the right place doing the right thing at the right time in Jesus name in Jesus name amen amen i love you lord thank you thank you that you've not left us orphans you've not left us alone you're a father who leads who guides who gives us wisdom who teaches us who instructs us and causes us to be successful in Jesus name in Jesus name amen thank you so much for being with us today our prayer is that your life be enriched through the power of God's word and that you be filled with his love and strength as you daily serve him to learn more about our service times and our ministry and how it is that you can partner with us, visit us online today at romechristiancenter.com.